Hello and welcome to Little Birdie's Thursday Lines this week due to Good Friday tomorrow. I'm your host OB, joining me today as always MG for your AFL and top rope for the NRL to preview AFL Round 5 and NRL Round 6 for Season 2022. Friday Lions slash Thursday Lions is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped, all your essential items for life. MG, after a big night at the poker, welcome. Thanks, OB. Yeah, just uh, a bit dusty this morning, but uh, we'll soldier on through. Yeah, it was a big event last night, which uh, Little Birdie had a hand in with a few of their partners. So uh, yeah, the Hashem boys put on a great event, the Grand Height there, 500 people going in. Uh, I was expecting to see you there. Geez, he lives the high life, doesn't he, Top Rope? And uh, welcome to you up there, Top Rope. Uh, 10 hours driving yesterday would have been fun. Yeah, it was an absolute blast, OB, absolute blast. It was um, you know, nothing makes you appreciate sitting at your desk at work and then driving 10 hours with a couple of kids. <laughs> and where uh, where do we find you on uh, on this Thursday lines? Uh, you'll find me uh, in Foster Keys. Uh, about to have a little bit of lunch after this and then... Uh, some, a little bit of mini golf this afternoon. Bit of bit of rain. Bit of rain about here, so that's kind of uh, taking out your chance of uh, hitting the links this afternoon. So we'll uh, we'll appease the kids and uh, play some mini golf. Oh, it's a tough life. Yeah, life's, tough life's life. not too yeah. tough, tough up there. It's not, I've, I've just been at home, top ropes <laughs> on holidays, and MGs, you know, hobnobbing it with the high rollers there at uh, at the, the poker tournament. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll Working. get into it. Working. Yeah. Uh, MG, big week in AFL. Uh, the fearless leader, Gill. Uh, stepping down at the end of the year. Uh, I know Top Rope says that it's a bit of pressure applied by by PVL, but to be honest, PVL wouldn't wouldn't carry Gill's bags. Um, I think Gill's got him covered. But uh, a big week. Uh, goal kicking continues. Um, I see you here. You want to talk about umpiring, which we'll try and scoot over. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, another big week in AFL. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Top Rope claims PVL got him off. Uh... I've heard a little rumour that uh, you might have had something to do with it as well, just working your way up the chain there at the AFL headquarters, OB. He, he would not know who I am. <laughs> you know that's not true. That's not true. You say you speak to him often, you go back talking to him about the rules and all these kind of things. You're, uh, you're, uh, he's one of your close friends. No, he's, very, uh, he's been very good, very good for the competition, especially yeah. through uh, through COVID and the pandemic and uh, just consolidating for everyone and, and sort of coming out the other side. He's um, He's been excellent. So, uh, yeah. Got him until the end of the year, and then uh, hopefully a, a, a suitable replacement comes in and, and big, picks big up. Big send off you got planned for him. You'd, uh, you'd be one of the organisers. Send- I think he'll have a big send off for himself. <laughs> Doesn't mind a bit of the a bit of the good time, old Gill. So um, yeah. that could, it could be an interesting couple of uh, end of the season. So it could be good. Looking uh, forward look to forward it. Look forward to the photos later uh, in the year. And last week AFL Grand Final, uh, obviously a good result for you. Uh, backed Adelaide uh, from early on. Uh, looked like um, yeah, pretty. They did it pretty easy in the end. Yeah, we needed the result. Um, yeah, women's was good. Um, yeah, futures we got in uh, on the right side, and they delivered at the end. So yeah, I think they were uh, they were close to the best side all year. Got the job done. They obviously had home ground advantage, which was good. But uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the greatest game in the world to put on for their for their grand final. Unfortunately, scoring wise and probably standard wise, but it's grand final and they walk away with the W. So uh, and a quick turnaround. You've got OB. You already got the fixture ready to go. I think in August. Is that true? Uh, Is that confirmed or they're not? not confirmed? No, not confirmed. I think it's that's the that's the understanding from most clubs out there, but it hasn't been confirmed uh, fully yet. But yeah. as you saw um, in the last couple of days, with you know Prisparkus going to the uh, a lot of changes. Um, yeah, there's going to be a um, 
It'll be a bit of movement. Um, yeah. I think Adelaide will be decimated uh, as of Monday, I think. They're yeah. on their trip away this weekend, and then I think you'll find uh, Phillips uh, and Hatchard would be... Uh, so when, when would they decide that? The season is that like a? Uh, that's soon. Well, they've got to try and yeah. work out the sign and trade period. Yes, um, oh, okay. Which that that's they got to tick that off first, and then um, yeah, just waiting for the commission to to sort of um, get all their ducks in a row. But there's yeah. a few things to play out, yeah. um, especially with the AFLW uh, or sort of the AFL and the AFLW uh, collective bargaining agreement at the moment. Okay. There's a few sticking points there, but um, yeah, hopefully uh, in the not too distant future. Yep. Uh, and top rope, the uh, the bunker keeps on delivering for. Um, yeah, you know, for comic uh, uh, comic relief. Oh yeah, the bunker is uh, absolutely flying. They managed to uh, make an absolute hash of uh, pretty much every decision last week. They uh, disallowed a try for a player being interfered with who had his back turned to the play. That was a real hot. Um, we saw two near identical uh, hits to the head. Junior Paulo sent to the sim bin. No one, uh, no one having to go. Adrian Brixton not having to go off for. Uh, for a HIA, then the next day, uh, absolutely identical incident, no symbion. So that was uh, another cracking call. And then just the, the, the typical obstruction, inconsistency, which is, uh, continues to, to, to mar the game. Play, it tries not being awarded for players who have no impact on the uh, the, the play. So, uh, yeah, diabolical would be one word to put it. Things both codes are running the same agenda then, top rope. Yeah, both cards are running the same agenda. Maybe Gill, if he doesn't uh, go off to head the National Polo Association, wouldn't mind getting his teeth stuck into the bunker if he's uh, such a genius. I think that's a little bit below him. Um, anyway, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, Anthony Milford uh, this week, uh, charges have been dropped, top rope. So uh, there's been talk about him him coming back. Does he he was originally at the Broncos and he was going to South. Where, where will where will he end up? He'll end up at Newcastle if he's allowed back this year. But uh, uh, while the charges have been dropped, he did plead guilty to some lesser charges. So uh, currently with the NRL integrity as to where they're going to come down this list, I would expect some kind of suspension. Uh, I'm not sure whether his contract will be registered this year. I don't, I, I'd be surprised if he was out for the rest of the year. But he will be at the Dolphins in 2023. So uh, I, I expect we will see him at the, at the Knights at probably sooner rather than later. But, um, yeah, it certainly won't be next week. Okay. And uh, Michael Maguire still in a little bit of strife up there. West Tigers not uh, uh, not opening their account thus far. Uh, still in some strife, but probably saved by the fact his uh, his idiot CEO has gone on holidays for two weeks. Makes it very hard to get sacked when the CEO's uh, unbelievable. A couple of weeks uh, mid season. So uh, the last time I heard of this, it was uh, former uh, NRL CEO David Moffat's former rugby union type, uh, decided to go to the Tour de France mid-season. I don't think he ever came back. So it was uh, Pasco's on pretty thin ice, but Maguire will, will, will continue to survive. But, uh, I, I, I've, I've spent a lot of football over my, my life. I can't recall a team with kind of a half dozen players putting in such little effort as the Tigers did last week. Now, yeah, the, the Sharks were very ordinary last week and still put third down. If the Sharks were on fire... They could have put 70 on last week. There was balls just being allowed to dribble over the sideline, not a lot of effort being put in defence. Yeah, at one stage, um, Luke Brooks couldn't be bothered bending down to get to dummy half, so the Sharks played pounced on it. Very, very ordinary. Uh, yeah, it's hard to blame the coach, but yeah, he's been there for, for three and a bit years now. He's very much got his fingerprints all over this roster, so uh, that excuse is kind of wearing pretty thin on it. And I see they've moved uh, Milford to the six as uh, Jackson Hastings has, uh, has come back in into the seven. So, uh, yeah, these uh, interesting moves are plenty there for West Tigers. 
and talk about shuffling the uh, the deck chairs on a sinking ship. It was, uh, um, yeah, the, the, this whole loot books fiasco. Yeah, no, no one's willing to own it. But yeah, it was only a few weeks ago that uh, Michael McGuire declared him a future representative player, and all of a sudden he's been moved to five eight. Uh, I think McGuire had no real choice. He's certainly not the answer to run the team. Hastings is trying to upside, but yeah, I don't think we want to see a lot out of Brooks at five eight out. Yeah, that's right. The, the the band's still playing as the sink is the ship is going down. Anyway, we'll get into it. Uh, round five, uh, MG starts tonight. Brisbane versus Collingwood, seven thirty five at the Gabba. Brisbane very short, dollar nineteen. Collingwood five dollars after the win last week against West Coast. Uh, loss against West Coast, I should say. Uh, the line minus twenty nine and a half over under one sixty nine point five. Which uh, what takes your fancy there, mate? Yeah, interesting game. We we kind of touched on this uh, Monday uh, show that uh, we thought the bookies may be a little cheap at the twenty five twenty six Brisbane. It's climbed a little. I think it did get to thirty just before the teams. Obviously. Few big ins or important ins. Definitely having Oscar McInerney back for Brisbane into the rucks, a big uh, in for them. Uh, and then Collingwood have obviously got Dugowie, Adams and Roughhead uh, makes his first appearance down down back. So important uh, important ins there for Collingwood. So the money's just been checked a bit. I think there's a few early showers up there as well, which has seen the total drop a couple of points as well. That's expected to clear as the day goes on. Um, humidity could be a, another... Hundred percent. Um, when I when I saw these ins and I saw you know Cox, Cameron, Kruger, yeah. I thought far too tall and Grundy as well. So you've sort of, oh look, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd keep the powder dry there. I reckon they might, they have to make a late change. I think they're far too tall, especially up there, Brisbane. Yeah, humidity, greasy conditions. The Gabba is slippery. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I think you're pretty happy with uh, Brisbane looking at Collingwood's side, as you said. If they go in like mm. that. Um, I just think that's the area of the ground. I think Brisbane are pretty consistent over all three facets of the game. Uh, Collingwood's defence now with Roughhead coming in, I think their back six is very solid. They've got the mids maybe to go with Brisbane, uh, with Adams coming in and also to go to pinch hit. But there's alarming difference between the fo- the forward 50 for Collingwood. I just don't know where the score is going to come from. I think they, they're a chance to run up a bit of a number here, Brisbane. I know, I know t- 29, I'm not going to tip people into 29, but... Uh, uh, four or five goals for Brisbane. I, I think they can take care of Collingwood pretty convincingly at home and, tonight. And Lockie Neal's two hundredth, and hasn't he been a fantastic pickup for the uh, for the Brisbane Lions medals, up there? Yep. Uh, Thursday night, NRL sees Canberra uh, host North Queensland. Uh, Canberra dollar fifty two, North Queensland two sixty. The line minus four point five over under uh, forty and a half. Uh, Top rope, will anyone be, anyone be watching this? Uh, yeah, it's uh, not the most compelling game to start off, but uh, a little bit of excitement that uh, Xavier Savage has been named on the bench for Canberra, maybe the fastest player uh, in the NRL, playing his first game in the year, his third first great game. Uh, expect him to be a, little, a late starter. Ricky kind of does this with, with younger players, but the Raiders fans have been banging for him to be playing for, for, for a long time. So I think we'll see Charles Nickel Clock step out of the centres and Savage at fullback, and it'll be uh, fantastic to see him. So, if there's a reason to watch, that is almost certainly it. It's, you know, the Cowboys have kind of started the season off in pretty good nick. They've kind of fallen away a, a little bit, and they're very, very poor on the road. And they're very, very poor on the road after a pretty poor uh, defensive showing. They considered 25 last week. The Raiders, not a great uh, home bet, usually, particularly as a favourite, but they are in a good spot as coming off a pretty big loss. They are a bit of a bounce-back team. Uh, and they should be up and about after last week's brought where they hit the penalty goal after full-time. <laughs> went down to 16 to 14 and probably uh, 
know a few people who may have won a bit or two with the plus 14 and a half. So uh, probably a few positive uh, positive vibes going into this week. And, uh, yeah, so Canberra's uh, footy trip has uh, has gone from Wagga uh, to Vegas So um, on the back of that. So, uh, yeah, they've, they've, they'll be up, really up and about, the, the Raiders boys. You would you would absolutely think so. Yeah, I, I do recall uh, with a good deal of fondness some of the old end of season uh, end of holiday uh, end of season holiday rorts, but uh, they usually occur a little bit later than round five. But uh, good luck to the Raiders for their forward planning. And Todd Payton is he uh, under any pressure up there at North Queensland? He should be. Uh, I think there was a little bit of pressure in the first couple, well, particularly back in the last year, in the first couple of weeks when Jason Tomalolo was was being criminally misused. He's certainly getting a lot more minutes at the, at the moment and being used a little bit more effectively. Uh, he, he he has a pretty pretty short leash, I'd say, at the moment. They were severe underperformers last year. They've, they've put together a very bad roster. Certainly got a bit of leeway after that big, big win against the Broncos. But, you know, if, if a losing streak kind of kind of eventuates, I, I think he, he could be in some, some real danger of going at the end of the year. As we look ahead to the Friday night clash in the AFL, it's the West Coast Eagles up against the Sydney Swans over there in Perth. The Eagles two twenty four, the Swans a dollar sixty eight. The line four point five over under one sixty one point five. There, MG. There's been a little bit of movement in this game. Yeah, a lot of movement. Uh, open ten around the ten mark, back down to four now. So, as expected, West Coast are reporting uh, they could have five or six. First uh, choice players back in uh, in the midfield. Yo, Shuey, uh, Cripps is a chance. Oscar Allen's a chance to come back, and uh, obviously Yo is the other one that might come back. So they've lost Nick Nat in the ruck, which is going to be tough for him to replace. Uh, offsetting that a bit, I guess, is Franklin uh, with his uh, finger. He'll be out for a couple of weeks. Uh, the thing that worries me about West Coast, maybe bringing too much in that might be underdone as well, especially in those pressure midfield positions. Uh, so right now, I don't, I don't mind this spot. I'm just going to keep my powder dry and just see how far this market pushes. I think after the teams, this this game could almost get back to pick. I think if they if they do name a portion of these players coming back out, uh, and I think it's a good spot for Sydney to bet. Uh, so just going to say. No need to bet early if you want. If you like West Coast in this game before the teams come out, I'd go with the crush. But for myself, Sydney, I'm going to sit and wait. Uh, and I think the smaller margins might be the go here as well. I don't think there'll be too many points in this game. Uh, I th- think the total's right. But if I was having a bet, I'd be shading the under as well. No worries at all there. And just a reminder: Friday Lions brought to you by Topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport.com.au. The NRL Good Friday match uh, tomorrow, South versus the Bulldogs, uh, 4 o'clock uh, on Good Friday. Always a great fixture, these two clubs uh, put up a great contest. Uh, the Rabbitohs, $1.27. Uh, Canary, uh, $3.90. The line, minus 10.5, over under 39.5. These games are always a titanic uh, battle. Top rope, which way do you see this one going? Yeah, look, I think South's probably get alright to win, but I wouldn't want to be taking a dollar twenty-seven to find out about it. Uh, Latrell Mitchell out for eight weeks. Obviously, the big news uh, out of Bunny's Bunny's territory there. Their attack is is been pretty ordinary this year, and, and, and Latrell kind of has been a spark on this. But when he went off last week, there wasn't a lot on offer. Uh, Cody's having an absolute shocker this year, so I'm not really sure where where his form has has gone to. But um, look, I think South probably win. But I'd probably rather be on the plus than the minus here. I think the dogs have got absolutely nothing in attack, but they have shown shown a bit of backbone in defence. So best bet in this game the under. 
I recommend that probably every, something small on the plus. Uh, and dogs are not without a hope of an upset here. I think just at the price, I think they are uh, over the odds. Uh, I, you know, Souths are entitled to win this game. They're a much better team. They're a much better coach. But uh, the price very, very short for them. And we saw last year that uh, Blake Taft did a pretty good job in the finals, uh, stepping in for Latrell. So uh, he'll uh, he'll take up the number one jersey at the back there. So that's a, a handy replacement for them. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's uh, he's got plenty of ability. He's, he's he's a bit of a kind of slight body, and certainly will need to to probably improve his, his kind of defense, his communication, kind of managing the defensive lines, which is often the problem with the the young rookies. But he's got to be a spark in attack. My concern is you've got. Uh, Ilias and Taft together there as, as two of the kind of four in the spine. So uh, it's going to take some time. You know, Taft will turn to a nice player. Ilias will turn to a nice player. But uh, there's a bit to work on there. And like I said, there's good Friday clashes. Very, very hard for one and lost in the forward. So uh, I think it'll be a pretty interesting game. And if you're a dogs fan, I think not without hope after a couple of diabolical weeks. And um, I'm a massive Cameron Murray fan, and he just keeps on keeping on. He's a Beautiful looking specimen, plays the game in the right way, and um, yeah, he's uh, he's doing great things uh, leading the South Sydney side around the uh, around the paddock. As we look to the second game uh, for the AFL this weekend, Adelaide against uh, the Tigers over there at Adelaide Oval. The Crows two hundred eight, Richmond dollar seventy eight. The line four point five. The over under one seventy four point five. Uh, Richmond were outstanding last week against the Bulldogs, although inaccurate kicking maybe kept them in them. And the Crows were the Crows were good against the Bombers, had their opportunities. And on paper, the Crows side actually looks all right. So uh, it could be an interesting one here, uh, MG. Yeah, this is uh, seeing a bit of movement as well. This line's a bit like the Sydney game. It's moved from uh, 10.5 back to 4 as well. So a lot of uh, similarities there at the moment. Uh, I, I like this game as well. I think this is not a bad spot. For Richmond, uh, and another one you can just wait and see. I don't think you need to rush in with the way it's trending. I'm not sure this game will get near pick necessarily, but there's no need to rush in right now for Richmond. Uh, the one you need to probably rush in was the total. They put, they posted 170 for the over. I just think that was probably a goal, a goal too low. These two teams are uh, over over scoring sides. Uh, be a free flowing game, middle middle game in the Saturday. The weather looks uh, perfect in Adelaide, so. I expect plenty of points in this game, and I think Richmond uh, will score the majority of them or enough of them to cover the line. So uh, looking to back probably two plays in this, I, I like Richmond. I know they're a hard team to follow, very up and down, and Adelaide have been in three close contests this year. They have had easier teams to play against. So I'm going to take a line that Richmond turned the corner against the Doggies last week, and uh, if we can get uh, maybe one or two points less than four and – if you like betting the totals, I still think the over's got a bit of juice in it. If uh, if I was a betting man, I'd be staying right out of this one. <laughs> I reckon Adelaide's leg speed might get the might get right. the Tigers. I think the Tigers look, still look a little bit slow, a little bit pedestrian. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought the Crows were really impressive against the Bombers last week. But um, as we look uh, as we move back to the NRL and top rope, I am really looking forward to this game. Could be a grand final preview. Uh, Melbourne Storm at dollar thirty-eight. The Cronulla Sharks three ten. The line minus seven and a half. Over under thirty-eight point five. Nico Hines taking on his old side. This will be an absolute cracker. What a build-up, OB. I couldn't have said it better myself. Absolutely frothing for this one. This will be an absolute cracker, Jack. Like you said, Nico Hines, Dale Finnegan taking on uh, taking on his, taking on their old team. 
yeah, they both left on pretty good terms, but the, the, the storm will kind of be under no misconception just to, to wanting to give these guys a belting. Uh, real, really the first test for the Sharks. They've, uh, they've, they've kind of answered every bell so far through kind of the four weeks where Craig Fitzgibbon's been at the helm. Uh, I don't know. The, the Storm are really kind of winding up uh, over the last couple of weeks since they've had their full team back. The PAP, I know MG, massive PAP man, has been absolutely flying. The Cheese, Brandon Smith, he's been going well. Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes. So, you know, Melbourne on home turf in a big game, very hard to beat. Probably leaning towards the minus seven and a half, but yeah, whether you've got a, a decent size bet on this game or not, it is certainly one you want to be watching. This will be an absolutely crackerjack affair. The top two defensive sides uh, so far through uh, five weeks, but if you're having a totals play, this is a big over spot here. The three of the last four have gone over between these two, and the over is very much a Sharks. Uh, a Sharks way to play when they're off a uh, off a win and off a, a good defensive performance. So, uh, yeah, locking the over in this one probably is the, the top play in the match. I'll be uh, sitting at the Birigara pub having a couple of quiet ales off the wood uh, watching this one. Uh, Cronulla last week were a little bit uh, a little bit slow uh, top ropes. Do you think they had uh, they had an eye on this week's fixture? Oh, no doubt about that. I thought they were. I thought they were particularly ordinary and probably would have got rolled by probably ten or eleven of the teams in the competition, but. I always think it's a good sign early in the year if, you, if you're uh, feeding from team and you have a very poor performance that you get away not only with a win but you get away with a comfortable win. So uh, they, they they kind of put the Tigers away reasonably early. Uh, bad goal kicking, some missed opportunities, some spilt ball costs them a, a, a really big win. But, uh, look, the, the, the Tigers are very, very different opposition to the Melbourne Storm. And I think the... The speed with which the Storm player might cause the Sharks some issues. The the only real problem the Sharks have run into this year was uh, that opening week against the Raiders, and the Raiders played super fast, particularly on the edges there. So I, I'm a little bit worried if I'm as Cronulla, but yeah, even in defeat, Cronulla can take plenty out of this one, that's for sure. As we look to the Sunday 440 game at Marvel, Essendon $1.88, Fremantle Dockers $1.94, the line uh, minus 0.5. The over under 168.5. Uh, Essendon 1 and 3, 16th on the ladder. Fremantle 3 and 1. Essendon got on the board last week in a really um, arm wrestle against the against the Crows. This um, Fremantle flying under the radar. Uh, I know I had them in my eight at the start of the year. I like them. Uh, this would be, be a good test for both sides. Yeah, well, Essendon, as you said, got their first one on the board. Freo have had uh, 3 and 1 for the year. So they've got off to a good start. They've played some. Average team so far, so I wouldn't, uh, you know, wouldn't be pat yourself on the back yet. But <laughs> I've uh, gone early. Hey, you won three games, so that's that's okay. They're going along okay. Um, you know, Essendon won, you know, some stats here. Essendon won five straight in the head to head, and also uh, 10 of 11 home sides have won between these two. So, home ground advantage uh, seems to be big in this contest. And it's been four straight under games. So I think this total jumped from 65 to 168. I know it's at the dome, but you know Fremantle are going to get it on their terms. They love turning it into a scrap, so I don't think uh, you know Essendon do love the free flowing game. So I'd just be wary of this total. I know it's at the dome, but I think I'd be shading the unders in this game. And I like the Essendon spot here. I just think at home, uh, the way the stats are, if you're going to get pick on Essendon, uh, you know they did they did struggle a bit against Adelaide, but I just think getting the win on the board might turn the corner. The only 
thing I didn't like about Essendon this week is Stringer didn't come back. I, I thought he might might have uh, come back and been on the team. But, yeah, Essendon at pick at home. Uh, it's probably a, a spot that uh, you look to play come the Sunday. And Thursday to Sunday, the way that some of these AFL teams are, are operating at the moment, it's, uh, yeah, well, probably... Uh, a lot can happen, obviously. Absolutely. Especially with the Perth teams, you've just got to, you know, really wait until they almost come on the park. It's a bit like where the... Uh, the uh, Chinese used to love betting Federer. They would never play until the superstition had been walking on the court. I think that's how the Perth teams are at the moment. There's just uh, too much fluctuation in the players. Absolutely. Uh, as we look to uh, 405 at Wynn Stadium, St. George Illawarra against Newcastle. Uh, the Dragons, $1.65. Newcastle Knights, two twenty five. The line, minus 3.5. Over and under 38.5. Uh, St. George Illawarra at home, probably... Tips it in their favour ever so slightly, but uh, Kalen Pong has been in some pretty good touch, top rope. Yeah, he hasn't been going too bad. Uh, I was pretty keen to uh, jump on the Knights here at, at decent odds against. Uh, Dragons have a good record against the Knights, but uh, Newcastle's shown a bit of character this year. Uh, I still can't believe Anthony Griffin's sticking with these team changes, leaving a Sloan uh, and a Moan yeah, out of the starting 13. But a little whisper going around that... Uh, COVID might be sweeping through Newcastle, so uh, could be missing a couple of players there at least. So very much a wait-and-see game for me. Of all sides, if all remains as is, I'll be on uh, Newcastle small, but we'll see what's happening with the team changes in, in this way. It's uh, just too difficult to kind of make an early call on at the moment. Absolutely. There's still a, uh, a fair bit to play out between now and Sunday. As we go through the remaining uh, prices for the AFL, We've got uh, North Melbourne $5 against the Western Bulldogs $1.17 in the annual uh, Good Friday clash at the Dome. Uh, 31.5 is the line over under 165.5. Anything doing there, MG? Yeah, line's been back for Kangaroos, 35.5 down to 31.5. I think that's a, the right way to go if I was having a bet. I think the Kangaroos can keep this pretty close, and I think that's a big line. So i uh, still still be on the plus. Next game that we'll have a look at here, uh, once again, it's uh, Marvel Stadium. Uh, St Kilda dollar thirty four, Gold Coast three twenty, the line minus nineteen and a half, over under one seventy point five. St Kilda put a cricket score on last week against the hapless Hawks, but Gold Coast have been good again, good against Carlton. They match up really well with the Saints, yeah. um, so it'll be interesting this one. Yeah, I think the the market's about right. I couldn't play either. I think I, I don't know where exactly the Gold Coast are. Not taking too much interest out of the St Kilda win over Hawthorne. So yeah, not not one I'll be looking forward to getting involved in. <laughs> Stay away. As we look at the Saturday night game, Melbourne against GWS at the MCG. Melbourne at dollar sixteen, GWS five fifty. The line minus thirty two point five, over under one sixty one point five. The Giants beat them at the G last year. Any uh, any hope the uh, the boys from Greater Western Sydney? I think you should keep your money in your pocket for this game. No, nah, the Melbourne. I'm not sure if it's been smashed or they just come up two cheap bookies. They come up 21 and a half, look, looked at least a goal too short, uh, but I couldn't be tipping into the 32. Uh, Giants would want to show something this week. Uh, loss of, of Proust in the ruck's going to hurt them. It, it, it just it depends, Melbourne, what they want to do. There's a big class edge for more. If they want to put a score on them, the Giants can fold easily. So I think the money will continue. But, yeah, no, I'm not going to tip into the 32. And Toby Green back this week. I think he's, uh, he's sat out his suspension. So he'll be back, which will be handy for them. Yep. Uh, as we go to the last couple of games uh, for the AFL, Carlton $1.60 against Port Adelaide 235. The line minus 10.5, over under 164.5. Lear Lear and Robbie Gray possible ins for 
the power. Uh, Carlton without Patrick Cripps, I'd be staying well away from this one. Yeah, and Port without Wine. So both their uh, leaders in the midfield. Uh, so the depth will be tested a bit in that area. Yeah, not a betting game for me. I don't know where Port are at. They could drop off the face here. There's Carlton supporters. You'd want to put this win on the board, but geez, they were disappointing last week at the Gold Coast. So, yeah, um, oh, sit and watch for this game, I think. It'd be an interesting game, actually, to see how Carlton respond from that loss last week. And yeah. Port Adelaide have to do something. Zero on five. See you later. Yeah. Yeah, you'd have as, to be airborne a bit in this game. Absolutely. Right? As we look to the next game, uh, the Easter Monday clash between two uh, fierce arch rivals, Hawthorne 305, Geelong $1.38, the line 16.5, uh, the over-under 157.5. Uh, Looks well, a long time between now and Monday, but anything uh, anything doing in the initial markets? Yeah, obviously wait for teams and everything like that. You couldn't you couldn't tip into Hawthorne at any stage after last week. That was That was dismal. Um, hopefully they show some character this week to make it a bit of a contest, but if they don't, uh, Geelong love destroying sides. So the 16 may look cheap if uh, Geelong find a gear and Hawthorne uh, don't respond off last week's performance. But, yeah, wait and see Monday, see what the team shake out. But I could only tip into Geelong, but uh, we'll wait and see. And Selwood and uh, Tom Stewart back. I think the Cats will win by plenty. We'll just go to the quickly duck to the AFL Premiership market. Uh, not a lot of movement there, uh, probably a little bit of movement out, uh, if anything, but uh, the Demons, three twenty, Lions, $6, and then double figures at the rest. Um, yeah, Melbourne, that... Melbourne have actually moved in 375 to 320. They've been short, and I just think there's a big class edge going on. Other than Brisbane, who oh, I'm going to keep following, making a case for, I still think they're the value at $6. Hipwood's not too far away, and I just think their draw through the first half of the year will get them there. You know, if you like Melbourne, I'm sure they're getting thrown in. To plenty of multis and everything. Other outside of Geelong at this stage, I couldn't entertain many others right right now. Yeah, Melbourne look a a little bit better yeah. than most at the moment, but Brisbane just sort of flying under the radar up there in Queensland. Uh, we go to the remaining games for the NRL. Uh, Penrith Panthers a dollar oh six. The Brisbane Broncos at double figures ten dollars. Uh, the line minus twenty two and a half over under forty point five. Uh, they're predicting a bit of a cricket score here, top rope. Yeah, and it will be a cricket score. The minus is uh, out from eight and a half to twenty two and a half. It's going to keep going. It'll be fun without uh, now. Payne Haas, of course, suspended, missing a few players, but Broncos very courageous last week, only going down by four. Had a chance to win against the Roosters, but uh, against the Panthers at Penrith, who have won uh, nineteen on the trot at home, covered nineteen of the last twenty eight. Penrith are going to be far too strong. As we look to the next game for the NRL Round 6, Manly uh, against the Gold Coast Titans. Manly $1.54, Gold Coast two fifty. the line minus 5.5, over under 40.5. Uh, anything uh, anything to take your fancy there, Top Rope? Yeah, it could be on the Titans here, uh, the two fifty and the plus 5.5. They've won their last three at Rookvale. No Tom Travoyevich from Manly. Uh, look, Titans, we have to play towards the, their, their, their kind of better capacity, but they've certainly got in them that... that and I, I like, you know, the the both for more matchup on that left edge against some of the uh, you know, pretty ordinary uh, manly edge defence there. I would have thought so. Uh, look, I think you can get a bit of value about the Titans. I'll be I'll be backing them. Uh, next game, uh, Sydney Roosters against the New Zealand Warriors. The Roosters dollar seventeen. Uh, New Zealand Warriors five ten. The line minus fourteen and a half. The over under forty two point five. This is the two o'clock game on Sunday. A little bit to play out between now and then. Uh, anything uh, in the initial markets, top rope? Yeah, I'll be back in the minus here. It all lines up for the Chooks here. Uh, Warriors are a pretty poor underdog. They've won three on the trot, but uh, been expected to get the job done in those three. 
the Roosters SCG tick, big start the SCG tick off a uh, uh, a game where they uh, scored uh, a few points tick. So uh, it's all lining up for the Roosters. And this might be back in the minus with a good degree of confidence. And the final game for the round is the Parramatta Eels up against the West Tigers. Parramatta dollar oh eight. West Tigers eight twenty five. The line minus twenty one and a half. Over under uh, forty four even. Uh, that game Monday four o'clock on Easter Monday. So uh, anything uh, anything there for you, top rope? If uh, you hate yourself, you'll be on the Tigers and the plus. <laughs> but we'll be uh, jumping all over the minus if they if if the Tigers put in an effort like they did last week against the way Parramatta have been playing, they're going to lose this by sixty. So. Uh, this has got blowout written all over. The the, the, the the Eels are missing a few players, particularly the outside backs, which could uh, inhibit their scoring a little bit, but they have way too much firepower, particularly through the middle. The way the Eels play through the middle, roll, build momentum off, off Campbell, Geller, Paulo. I don't know how the Tigers stop it, even if they are at full strength. They're certainly not. I, I think they're going to lose this to the pack, and the Eels win this by as much as they want to, and given their seven-game win streak and where they've scored 26-plus in each of those against the, the Tigers, I think it will be like plenty. And King Gutho, any time try scorer, is a morale. As we look to the premiership market, uh, the Panthers still uh, at 350 the Storm at 440 The Eels have, uh, have shortened into $7, and the other mover there is probably the Cronulla Sharks into $9.50. Uh, still on the storm, uh, top rope? Yeah, still on the storm. I, I, I like how they're warming the season uh, at the 440 there. And I think the, the, the best value, to be honest, there's only five teams, I think, now that can, can win the competition. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Trent Robinson was on 360 at the week and goes, we're not expecting us to be at our best till kind of round 11 and 12, 13. So uh, he, he, he's proven very, very adept at, at, at kind of timing his run. Uh, Trini's won three premierships in, in the decade he's been coached there. So I think $7 at the Roosters is plenty of value. Beautiful. Thank you, Top Roper. Just a reminder, you can locate the GGOA for $20, $22 a week in the Little Birdie.live shop for all your NRL betting action and your AFL stings for $22 a week. Also located in the Little Birdie.live shop for all your AFL betting action. Uh, top Rope, have a lovely family holiday. Uh, happy Easter. Uh, happy punting. Um, hopefully the drive home yeah, is a bit better than the, the drive there. But, um, yeah, have a great Easter and uh, happy punting up there. Yeah, happy Easter to you boys as well. Happy happy Easter to all the listeners. It's, uh, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great time of year, fun time of year. It's a great weekend of sport and uh, plenty of winners to find. So hopefully uh, everyone finds them. And MG, likewise to you. Have a great Easter. Go home, rest up. You're looking a little bit... Uh, a little bit glassy-eyed there after a big poker night. Don't get too many days off at Little Birdie. I can't remember the last one, that's for sure. So. <laughs> oh, Scooty's working you hard. Yeah. Uh, that's a wrap for this week's Friday Lines. Thanks to MG and Top Rope. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow Little Birdie TV on Twitter or the Insta. Remember, all your betting action can be found at topsport.com.au. Uh, I'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action in review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great Easter punters. <laughs>